Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert, your source for martial arts talk radio. Three, two, one, we're live. Hey Bob, hey Kat, how you doing? Good, how are you? Pretty good. Good, I'm still kind of, uh, still kind of asleep. <laughs> Darn, daylight saving time. And we are broadcasting, we are simulcasting, I guess that's the, that's the word for it. We are simulcasting on Facebook Live and Blog Talk Radio. Uh, we have Blog Talk Radio to thank for connecting my co-host with me and for anyone else that wants to call. Open floor here at the Dojo for the Sunday brunch show. So grab a snack, grab a beverage, and join us right here, right now. We've got Mark Holby watching. We've got uh, JD watching. How you doing? For Saturday, Saturday night. We were all jammed out last. That's awesome. <laughs> So if anyone has any cool subjects that you want to talk about in regards to martial arts, Bob and I and Kat will repeat this again in regards to martial arts. We have no trolls calling in. <laughs> if you guys have any cool subjects you guys want to talk about, write it down below in the Facebook comments. And if you like what you're hearing, go ahead and share this video. Let's get it out there. We've got uh, Jamie. Jamie's like, hey, my pleasure listening. And Steve Lilligan says... I don't But anyway, he says something about loyalty. Anyway, we got Master Mike Kaku watching also. We've got like uh, got a following already. That's great. So anyway, again, our phone number is 477 Phone open at 11.30. Thanks for sharing the video. All right. Let's, uh, let's hear from my co-host here. How is everybody doing? Bob, how are you doing? Oh, going well. It's friggin' hot in Los Angeles. It was in the 90s yesterday. Yeah. I'm supposed to approach that today, too. <laughs> it's freaking hot. <laughs> okay. How hot, how hot is it? 90. Oh, good Lord. Wow, it's not even going to be that hot here in Palm Springs area. It's uh, only going to be in the 80s. Wow. Oh, only, only in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, but it's the desert. you got to remember. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. You know, what's, uh, you know what's funny is that, you know, for, for us, you know, West Co- uh, uh, Northwesterners, not West Coast, but Northwesterners, Anything after 80 doesn't matter at that point. It could be 110, or it can be like 86. It's all the same to us. <laughs> uh, oh, well. What about you, Kat? How was your week? 
it's been insanely busy. We had uh, at the Marriott where I work, we had uh, St. Jude fundraiser. So we had this live concert of Chicago, um, Alice Cooper, Wow, Ario Speedwagon, wow. Hard, all kinds of uh, Huey Lewis in the News all performing on stage. It was amazing. Wow. Very. At one point, well, they, were, they were auctioning off this electric guitar that had been signed by everybody who was performing that night. So they, they held it up. The guy's the lead singer for Ario Speedwagon, and forgive me, I don't know his name. But anyway, just um, holding it up, we said, "What? Right, so we're going to open the bid at uh, 2,500 for this, and it is slowly going up. And toward, when it was up to 35 or 4,000, 4, he says, "I'll tell you what, whoever is willing to pay 7,500 for this guitar, it, you can come up here and play drums for the next song." Wow. So they had two drum sets up on stage. This guy raises his hand. He says, "I'll buy it." So he buys it. Big guy, real big guy. And they let him up on stage, and he played the entire song. I don't remember what it was, but it was amazing. And he was doing it with the drummer, and he was keying off the drummer. The drummer was giving him solos. It was amazing, absolutely amazing. So I've had a very busy but very good week. Very and cool. Again, yeah. Very cool. I had a big too. So I guess it was easy for everybody. All right. Let's get on with the show. We've got the people watching. Who do we have watching here? Oh, uh, Jamie says, I can hear you all from the house. Have you turned up on all the speakers? I'm getting ready. Lefty, I can't hear you. All I can is static around me. It's all I hear. Oh. How about now? Really? I gotta yeah. the mic. I guess that you're gonna have to eat the mic. <laughs> you know, let me try this. I'm gonna pick up the mic game a little bit. Oh. Mostly what I hear is all the noise around you. You know, that's I think that's Bob. Hold on a sec. Let me double check. Let me double check. Hold on, no, Bob. It's you. How about that? <laughs> there you go. Is that better? Yes, it's much better. It's Bob. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everything that goes wrong, she blames me. Oh, honey, no. It's just it's That's just, how the ego works, friends. It is. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get ego work never like take responsibility for any any damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, why she, like her and my be... wife get along so well. <laughs> oh, now they now. Don't blame That's me for right. everything. Oh, no. No. <laughs> so, Uh-oh. it sounds like you've got Sounds like you've gotten your car, so that's good. <laughs> All right, let's get on with the show. So, Bob, who do you have for birthdays on your end? Well, today we have uh, Ambassador to the Masters Hall of Fame, Gene Tabone. Sweet. And on Tuesday, we have Umberto David De Jesus. No relation. <laughs> Just so everyone no, yeah, knows. No, no relation, totally different, no di- different set of families. Yeah. Uh, on Friday, we have uh, Sensei George Kirby. And right. a motorcycle gang just went by. Is that what that was? <laughs> that's okay, exactly what that was. I was like, what the hell and, is that? And that's it for me. 
All righty. I want to send a shout out to one of my Tai Chi students, Linda Tully, her birthday today. And let's see. Tomorrow. Oh, that's her really great, uh, a wonderful uh, Pacific Association of Women's Martial Artists uh, sister. Um, and uh, her birthday is tomorrow. Uh, you already said Humberto David de Jesus. We've also got a Butokukan sister of mine, Lori Katzer Bremer. Her birthday is on Tuesday the 14th. Excuse me. And who else do we got here? On Wednesday, March 15th, Michelle Nairi, Rick Harrison, um, a Wushu uh, pioneer here in the United States, Bruce Fontaine. Uh, let's move on. And then on Thursday, the 16th, we've got Jen Fletcher from Across the Pond and a friend of mine, Joy Fronteras. And who else do we got here? Uh, Saturday the 18th, Dan Barbati and a Tai Chi sister of mine, another fellow Tai Chi instructor, Nancy Lucero, and a fencing friend of mine, Anton Blair. So, Bob, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, now that's not fair because I was muted. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm going to blame Kat for that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, for, so for everyone having a birthday this week, this tune's for you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Shout out to, to my friends whose birthdays are Oh, my month. God. I'm so sorry. Gee whiz. Somebody slapped me upside the head. Girl. Somebody, <laughs> somebody kick me. There we go. All right, Kat, who do you have for birthdays this week? Uh, well, one of my sparring partners um, and a really excellent fighter, Colleen Schneider, who is uh, a Josh Barnett's protege. It's her birthday today. And oh. my friend Kelly Nisley, who's a longtime friend and a great martial artist as well. His birthday is on the 17th. Then I've got Patrick Price, my healing mentor, who, well, my healing instructor for what I do. His birthday is on the 17th as well. And let's see, Kurt Doyle, it's his birthday. He's in Houston, Texas. Longtime friend and martial artist. And let's see who else. And that's about it. Right on. Well, I'm going to play a different song for those guys. So for for Cat's friends that are having a birthday this week, this tune's for you. We sing happy birthday to you. And may all your dreams come true. Happy, happy birthday. Oh, oh, oh. This is your birthday song. Oh, oh, oh. Celebrate. 
and one hour in the spring, and back one hour in the fall, was actually to reduce the electricity consumption by extending the daylight hours. Aha. In the U.S., yeah. we change our clocks at 2 a.m. on the second Sunday in March. That begins daylight saving time. That's when we spring ahead. On the first Sunday in November, we change our clocks at 2 a.m. again. That's actually just going back to standard time. Believe it or not, this started with an idea from Benjamin Franklin. Ooh. Franklin did write an essay suggesting that people could use less candles if they got up early and made better use of daylight. In 1918, the Standard Time Act established time zones and daylight saving time, but not all of This day, most of the world of Hawaii, and I choose to the countries across the world, with notable exceptions of China and Japan. In 2007, we changed the date of when we set our clocks back an hour to the first week in November. This helped protect trick-or-treaters by giving them an extra hour of daylight. One of the other lines of thinking was that we would have a better voter turnout on election years. Experts say each time you change your clocks, it's always a good idea to change those batteries in your smoke detector. Okay, you know what I didn't know was that going back is standard time. I thought, is that what she said? Going back is standard time? I thought that's the, <clears throat> that the time that we get like now <laughs> was standard time. Oh, wait, no, because we're saving daylight now. Okay, never mind. <laughs> JD on Facebook says it was a bad idea, Ben Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Bob, what are your thoughts on that article? Well, there, there was a lot of interference with the article. I heard a lot of oh. background noise. Uh-oh. Oh. Did I not? Oh, I didn't. Uh-oh. I didn't. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry, folks. But <clears throat> basically, he was talking about how Ben Franklin, I think, was the founder of Daylight Savings Time and everyone on Facebook is like <laughs> Wow <laughs> Alright Well let's move on What do I have here now? Uh, well, I've got weird news Here we go Weird news Weird news Alright This story comes out of Wait, I can't hear you. The story comes out of Cleveland? Cleveland. How about now? There you now? are. There you no, are. No, yeah, no. I hear you. Now. Okay. We're good. Oh, wait. i got to check my gain here. Okay. So, Cleveland police. Yeah, bumped into my microphone. Okay. Cleveland police say an 18-year-old serial carjack was arrested after his accomplice couldn't Drive a stick shift. <laughs> oh my god! Even with that's hilarious. Coaching. Oh wait, oh wait, this is more hilarious. Even with some coaching from the victim. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right, Damari Wayne was charged with robbery. Police say he committed three armed carjackings between February 11th and February 21st. Com report. 
Elise Wayne and a 17-year-old boy attempted to steal a 23-year-old man's car on February 21st. The younger team got into the driver's seat but was unable to operate the vehicle. <laughs> that's hilarious. Wow. That's when police that's when police say the duo turned the gun on their victim. Well, he tried to explain how to use the gears. The duo <laughs> The duo eventually got frustrated and ran off with the man's cell phone, which police used to pinpoint their location. <laughs> wow. Idiots. Anyhow. Stupid thieves. Stupid thieves. Stupid thieves. Just dumb thieves. Things that make you go, huh. Things that make you go, God. <laughs> You get a life, you know. <laughs> we need to do more of these spots. That was Bob's thing uh, a couple of years ago. Was like uh, for a while, right? Bob, you did like stupid things with dumb, dumb robbers or something like that. <laughs> yeah, the most stupid criminals. Stupid criminals. That's right. And yeah, yep. I don't. Uh, I don't have any uh, sound effects for those stupid criminals. I used to have a no, and that. Uh, happen to it, but all right. <laughs> well, let's do this real quick. Um, unless I can find any more announcements here. No announcements. Okay. Um, anybody else have any announcements? Anybody else on Facebook? Write it in the comments right now, because otherwise we're going to go to a quick break, and then we're just going to open the phone line. Uh, but our phone number here is 347 347- Six seven seven zero six nine nine, and uh, Janie says I would have let him grind those gears and let the police catch him with smoke coming from the tranny. <laughs> yeah, but meanwhile, then the then the poor guy's car is all ruined. Right, exactly. Right. That's not good. Not, not good. good. Not good. All right. Well, let's do this then. Let's uh. Go ahead and take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to open the phone lines, and let's talk shop. Let's talk martial arts, 347-677-0699. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always... Lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ag Council. Dear parents, much of what we learn in this world comes directly from you. Whatever your message is, it will become part of us forever. Please teach us to accept one another. Teach us to respect one another. Please do not fill our minds with hatred. Do not expose us to bigotry. Do not teach us to judge each other by race, religion, orientation, or the color of our skin. Teach us the concept of tolerance. Teach us to understand one another. Teach us to accept people of different cultures and persons with different beliefs than yours. Please help us to create a world where every man, woman, and child is treated equally. Dear parents, please don't teach us words of hate. We learn from you every moment. If you use certain words which might be hurtful to others, we will repeat that word. Please don't show us acts of hate. If you act against people of different faiths, we will repeat your actions. Dear parents, where are your children? 
and we are relying on you to help us create a world where every person is tolerant of one another. Inside this little Burbank building, this is the first museum in the world dedicated to martial arts. It, it really reflects on the style and the, the philosophy of each and every different culture. White eyebrow kung fu, monkey kung fu, the animal styles, Shaolin. Talking about the ninja here. Japan had the samurai. Here we go into our Korean section. In fact, every corner of Asia and the Pacific has its own martial art. It'll be an absolute shame if one day you ask a kid and he doesn't know who Bruce Lee is. From the history of the Japanese samurai to the artistry of anime. Oh. Enjoy a look into Asian culture by visiting the Martial Arts History Museum in Burbank. Hi, this is Frank Duke. This is C. Joe Douglas Wong. Hi, this is Kumu Lua, Michelle Manu, and you're listening to Rosita and Bob on the Dynamic Dojo Radio Show. The only place to be to get the real scoop on the real things that are going on in the martial arts world. Do you have an idea for a guest? or a topic that you'd like to hear on the Dynamic Dojo Talk radio show? If you do, you can email your suggestions and ideas to dynamicdojoradiohost at gmail.com or you can also post it on the Dynamic Dojo Facebook page. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert, your source for martial arts talk radio. All right, and we are back. You're just now tuning in. This is Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio with Rusty, Bob, and Kat. Our phone number here is 347-770699. Give us a call. The phone lines have opened, and it is open here at the dojo. We've got a couple of um, excuse me, we've got a couple of suggestions on uh, discussion subjects, and um, we're just going to go ahead and start with the first one that came in through the ticker, and that is behavior in the dojo, whether good or inappropriate. <laughs> so, if you guys out there on Facebook have any uh, stories regarding, um, I don't know, behavioral problems at your dojo or anywhere else, so that you might have studied out or whatever, you know, give us a call. Let's not strap a little bit. Uh, or you can call us 347 Nine, nine. All right. Inappropriate behavior. Now, in a in a martial arts context, like in a gym context or in a dojo context, what would you guys consider inappropriate, quote unquote, behavior? Let's start with Bob. <laughs> you wouldn't start with me. Uh, inappropriate behavior. There was one instance where there was a school that one of the students was having an affair with a married woman of one of the instructors to the school, and the head instructor let it happen. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> let oh it happen. God. Let it happen. Let it happen. Knew about it, and the, the rumor was that the person having the affair with the married woman was the chief instructor now i don't know if, don't quote me i don't know if that part's true but this is the story that came down 
the guy having the affair with the married woman was the was supplying drugs to the head instructor, so he sort of turned a blind eye. Holy oh. crap. The plot Right? Yeah, that's bad. Holy All the way around. Crap. Yeah. So when, so when you said about a pr- inappropriate behavior, I went right to the top of the food chain. You did. <laughs> that's, 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 that's the worst crap first. That's, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hello, <laughs> <And> oh man. <laughs> yeah, what about you? What are your thoughts on behavior in the dojo? Inappropriate or otherwise? I tell you, I, I, there was an instructor that I, I I knew very well who um, would constantly flirt with female students, whether they'd been there for a while or not been there for a while. Even though he, even though he was seeing somebody, he would right. just blatantly flirt with them. Like there was this one 16-year-old who was taking his class, and um, he was well, flirting with her openly in front of the parents who were watching. And then he trots over to the parents. He goes, "Yeah, she's into me." Oh! Oh! Yeah. No! 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 That. No. <laughs> it was bad. No! 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 Just makes me want to vomit. Yes. Oh no. We got people on Facebook going, "Oh snap! Shut that school down." We got Pete Rife yeah. watching. How you doing, brother? Oh my God! All right, I've got a little story. Uh, one of the schools that I studied at, um, I was a uh, let's just say I was an advanced rank, and lower ranks were allowed to make comments about me and any other female. I actually had a purple belt come up to me, well, not come up to me, but tell another lower belt, like more, whatever, she a nice ass, and I turned right around, and I said, the fuck are you talking about? Say anything like that in my presence again, I swear I'll fucking drop you. Exactly. I never said anything again. Wow. And it, yeah, I just Wow. I, I was I was I was floored. I'm like, what kind of, you know, what kind of like lower rank would disrespect an upper rank like that? I mean, just just in general, or just disrespect a fellow student. Period. Yes, for any human being that way. Right. Exactly. It's it's no no thank you, <clears throat> and you know I mean, you know a lot of people will say, oh well, it happens. Whatever. Yeah, Whatever. it happens, but that's not appropriate. Yeah, it, it's, it's not the kind of environment good. you want to create at your place. It's not the kind of exactly. place that's welcoming or inviting for anyone to come in and stay. Exactly. I mean, imagine if you didn't, you weren't aware of it, and somebody else, and she said it to another female student or any student. I mean, and then they quit, and they don't want to tell you why they quit because they just didn't feel comfortable being there because of that guy. And then, right. you know, you're losing students because of them. Yeah, exactly. And a, and a lot of times I think people in the dojo or the instructors in the dojo or whatever, they don't see that far out. They just kind of see, you know, their own little, you know, little universe and that's all that matters. And 
as long as they get what they want or whatever, right? Whatever. That's all that matters, and they don't realize why, you know, things happen, like people shut down or quit or whatever. But, yeah, I was appalled, and unfortunately, I didn't say anything for a few months. I just, you know, whenever it happened, I just put them in their place on my own. Of course. Um, of course. And that's what you do in the spur of the moment. Yeah. I'm like, don't talk about me like that. I mean, come on. Right? Jesus. And, and, you know, it felt like pulling rank. Like, never talk to a prospect like that again. Ever. But, anyway. <laughs> All right. We got callers calling in. We've got, oh, let's see if I remember this area code. We have area code 708. 708. We've got Steve on the line with us. How you doing, Steve? Hey, Rusty, you finally remembered. <laughs> hey, Bob. Hey, Kat. How's it going? Hey, Steve. Hey, it's good. Pretty good. You know, you guys did go right to the top of the food chain with that, Bob. Um, holy cow, you brought back some flashbacks and memories of some extremely inappropriate behavior in the gym. Uh, I was just going to go with the typical young male that uh, doesn't respect his workout partners and is not a good training partner and tends to hurt the people they, they train with. But uh, you guys went right to the top, you know, <laughs> with did. inappropriate behavior, that's for sure. That's totally but, inappropriate, yes. Totally. Yeah, but, it, you know, I was just going to say that, you know, obviously um, what might be a beginner at one point will be an excellent workout partner for you one day. But as one instructor told me a long time ago, if you break your toy, you will have nothing to play with. So don't hurt the people that you train with because you can't get better without them. And, uh, wow, yeah, you guys brought some bad memories back. (laughs) Sorry about that. (laughs) No, it's all right. You know, it's always a good idea to see how how things are handled at, at different times. Exactly. Oh, for sure. Exactly. For sure. I mean, it's just obviously personally, you know, I, I'm not. I was never involved, but you know, it just, it just for the type of behavior that you guys are talking about, it creates a lot of unnecessary drama around the gym. That in a, I'm a bit of an idealist, and it doesn't. It just doesn't belong there. Right. That's it's, it's that's not what that room is for. Right. And. Uh, you know, holy shit, Bob, your story. Excuse my language. <laughs> you know, holy cow. But I was going to say that, you know, obviously you have to respect the people that you train with because if you hurt them, you know, they're, they're all there for, we have to grow together. As uh, as one instructor one time said, no, no more than the surfer can outpace, outpace the wave. You must be in the midst of growth to grow yourself. Um, so. Nice. And. From there, uh, I'll just go back to listening. Thanks, Slate. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, Steve. Talk to you guys All later. Right. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye, Steve. Take care. Drive safe. Okay, folks. Three four seven six seven seven zero six nine nine. That's our phone number here. If you want to talk to me and Bob and Cat, we're it's open floor, and we can talk about uh, anything. Right now, we're talking about. Um, inappropriate behavior and, you know, inappropriate when, once we get to that point. Um, now, uh, speaking of the uh, the dojo floor being an inappropriate place for certain things to happen, 
I've had this I've had this question thrown out at me a couple times about what I thought about students dating in the dojo. So what do you guys think about that? Let's start with Bob. Okay. Uh, I don't, I think it's very inappropriate because there's always hard feelings. There's always a chance losing students over that. Amen. But with that said, there is a school that I know of that has had marriages, dating, breakups, They've had the whole gambit, and I don't think it's an appropriate place to be date, to to be hooking up with people. Right, right. Yeah. But, well, you can, you can say now. that, and you can also say that if they met and they connect, you can't you can't deny that that's always going to be a possibility. And is it wrong? No, not necessarily. You can't help meet people, meeting people when you're training with them, especially if you don't yeah. know them. You're going to meet them, and if you connect with them, then <clears throat> if you're not oh, both already involved, uh, I don't know. It's a hard one because yeah. if I met them in a grocery store, it's no different than meeting them in a school, in a public library, a theater. I mean, what's the difference? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was going to be my point. Now, it would be inappropriate if the couple started getting bossy with each other and, and arguing on the floor. Well, that's no. inappropriate. That's inappropriate. Right. At my school, yeah, I will. Separate. Yeah, exactly. If, if they can both be adults, it's fine. But usually that's not the case. They become very in, infantile at, point, at points. And you're right. Do boss each other around. Do correct each other. You'll have a lower belt correcting an upper belt because they're involved. Right, right. You know, and I've been there. But the the thing yes, is, yes, they've done that. <laughs> right, done that. Got and the that, shirt. It's, yes. You know, it, uh, I will say that's tough. And, uh, but like Kat said, you know, you know, if you meet at the dojo, if that's all, if that's your thing. You know, you go to work and you go to the dojo and that's the thing. And you meet someone that shares the same kind of passion for whatever hobby or whatever. Why not? But there has to be, I feel, there has to be that, that like, little bit of an agreement. Like, okay, we're in the dojo. Number one, we're not working with each other. Number two, we're students. Number three, I forgot what number three was, but, you know. Oh, and don't bring it home. So... Yeah, yeah, don't bring it home. And don't, don't bring, bring home to work either. Yes, yeah. exactly. Don't bring home yeah. to the dojo. <laughs> yeah, don't bring home to the dojo or work or vice versa. Yeah, exactly. Man, all it takes I is learned... that one. Yeah, oh, go, go ahead. It does. You're right. All it takes is that one time, and then it's horribly embarrassing for everyone. Exactly. Exactly. Could you imagine if somebody had a, had a fight at home and then brought it to the school, and then that was sparring night? Can you imagine that? In there. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can not only imagine it. I've had it happen. Right. Yeah. I've been there. Right? <laughs> I got popped. Been really there, done hard. that. Yeah. And it's. I it's learned very well how to separate. Separate. Yeah. You know, home from school. Right. Yeah. I hear birds. I, I do too, birds. and they're not in my house. Do you hear that, Bob? Is that your I end? I do hear that. Yeah, that's on my end, so I muted it. 
No, you don't have okay. to. I think, I think it's cool. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that was me, actually. <laughs> Listen to that, folks. You hear the birds? That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, beautiful. Sounds pretty healthy. Yeah, they do. It almost sounded like a soundtrack, right? It, yeah, you know, didn't it? Not, it was absolutely. actually really good. Why, why do you get so upset when I give you the bird? <laughs> yeah, that's a different kind of bird, friend. Oh, oh man. I misunderstood. Yep. <laughs> that bird doesn't sing. <laughs> right. All right. We Same got the attention, but it doesn't sing. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> We've got Andy Mason that is um, listening and watching from across the pond in Great Britain. And he says, my old teacher once taught a student about never hitting, a, hitting girl students when one went too far with a punch in the face. And Uh-oh. they never came back. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. Somebody hit a girl. But, you know, if she hit anybody, I figure if you hit anyone too hard with the wrong attitude, and I'm going to get into that here in a second, um, then, yeah, you need to get, get a talking to. Jamie says, you can't stop people outside the school uh, regarding dating. And she says also, what they do outside the dojo is their business as long as they stay professional in the dojo. Amen. I agree. I completely I agree. agree. Yes, got to stay professional. And Andy says, yes, there is a line you don't cross. And uh, I was going to say something about um, anyone having like a wrong attitude or like a violent attitude or over aggressive attitude or, or, you know, maybe you bring work to the dojo and you're just letting it out on your sparring partners. Oh my God. Don't you guys. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what? There there is a time to do that. Yeah. Yeah. There is a time, you know, sometimes if you don't have a heavy bag or focus mitts, sometimes the sparring partner is the next best thing, as long as you both understand that. I mean, for me as a pro fighter, when I was competing and, and winning world titles, my sparring partners were all men, all of them. I had no female sparring partners, which is great because they made me who I am today. Mm-hmm. And there were many times when I was going through hell and frustrated and upset and and I, I hit them. I hit them as hard as I could. Mm-hmm. But it's a, was it, it the was right a, thing to do? I don't know. We were sparring, and they're obviously bigger and stronger and heavier than I am. So, you know, I saw it as I'm sparring, and I get to hit them as hard as I can. And, right, um, right. You know, I was I was in a very fortunate position where I could. That was my that was my outlet for a lot of things besides running and hitting the bag. Right. No, yeah, I, I I get that. We get that, you know, as far as like, because in a way there's an unwritten rule that is allowed, right? Uh, I guess what I, I guess I should have been more clear, like if somebody comes in and just like, you know, some purple belt boots on some yellow belt or something like that, you know. Just that's a problem. That, you know, <laughs> I guess that's, that's where I was Yeah, you know, I mean, there's, there's control problems. There's a lack of body control, lack of awareness. Not just appropriate discussion on, on what you're doing. And then there's like, I've just got a sick ass attitude and I'm just going to pound on the lower belt because I can. And, you know, that's, I'm getting, I'm getting distracted by the pretty birds. 
I just had to stop and go, wow. But yeah, there's a <clears throat> there's a there's that fine line right there. Because you know, I've I've been in that situation too, right? You know, I have a bad day at work and you know, an hour drive to the dojo just doesn't do it and you know, accidentally go a little hard <laughs> accidentally on purpose. Go <laughs> a little hard, you know, on self defense or whatever and you know, of course I feel bad afterwards, but you know I guess the question is, do people check their attitude after that? Some people do, some people don't. But right, yeah. Jamie says, "I spar men. I'm the only woman in my dojang. All the others are children." Right on, Jamie. Andy goes, "How many hours? How many hours? This thing keeps scrolling. How many hours do you train in a week, and do you stick to one style or many?" Oh, who is okay. who are they asking? Andy, Andy Mason from the United Kingdom. Wait, but who, who is he, there's three of us here who are martial artists. Who is he asking? Um, but he, he's asking me. Well, I, I, I think, so cool. He goes, Restita, how many hours do you train in a week? And oh, Restita, there you go. Yeah, but Andy, do me a favor and write in the comments whether or not that all of us who were just getting my attention by by writing my name. But I'll go ahead and start. <laughs> we'll just go right on down the road and just kind of change subjects here. That open floor anyway, right? <clears throat> How many hours do I train? Well, I don't. It's not like I. It's not like I train like hours in just one system. Because I teach I teach and train in several areas. Zen style Tai Chi, Yang style Tai Chi, uh, a Kaju Kanbo blend, and I teach the Filipino martial arts as well. So anytime I teach, I'm training. And depending on the day, I've got anywhere between three to five classes a night. So, you know, that's I've never added it up. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> I can do that. There's a big oh, difference. Any- oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, when you when you spend the time in in your training just for you, it's different than teaching class and maybe training with class or doing class with your students that you're teaching. But you're still teaching. It's difficult to actually get a the training that you might need, especially oh. if you're. Is that what you meant, Andy? I don't know. Is that what you meant? Yes. Okay. Then in that case, <clears throat> I, train, I train about an hour, hour and a half before any of my Monday or Wednesday classes. Because that, I'm concentrating on Tai Chi. I've done Wushu too long. I've done And I really, I really want to concentrate on my Tai Chi. So before any of the classes come in, I lock all the doors. But no one comes in. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. I lock all the doors, put on my tights, and I just go. And I just go. Um, most of the forms, though, Andy, are anywhere between half an hour to 45 minutes. So, you know, it's not like I have to stop or anything like that. I just go. And when I feel I want to do a second rep, I do it. If I feel like uh, I want to do a third rep, I do it. When people start to ring the doorbell, that's the time to stop. 
So for sure, for me, training in just Tai Chi twice a week. So I hope that answers your question, Andy. And uh, let's go to Bob and Pat with the same question. Uh, well, yeah, I've seen well, I've, I'll go ahead. No, please, Bob. Here. Well, I, you know, I've just like all of us on the panel, I've, I've come up under many different martial arts, but I try to train at least stick an hour a day just to keep loose a little bit. Nice. And I'll throw in my hundred kicks every now and then, and I'll do some shadow boxing for half an hour to an hour at a time. Sweet. <laughs> well, my fat lazy ass hasn't trained in about a year and a half. <laughs> but the good thing is, I've started. So I think right yeah. now, maybe I'm training an hour a day, it's, it, unless you include running, which is, you know, another 40 minutes. So about an hour and 40 minutes a day, um, four days a week right now. Until I until I build up stamina and strength and all that, so I'll I'll get to, I'll get back to the point where I'm doing two a days and they'll each day will, each time will be two hours and it'll be four hours each day at some point, but I'm just gonna slowly build up to that. <clears throat> I don't think I'd be able to handle like hard training like I used to do for for four days a week. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> You know, you you can. It's just that your your maintenance. It's like uh, maintaining your car. You have to put a little more maintenance in your car because if your car is older and though it's running well, it's a little older, so you need a little more TLC. You figure for every two hours of training, you need, you need at least the same amount of, of therapy or recovery. Right. And that could be uh, taking a hot Epsom salt bath or getting a massage or stretching or you know, eating the right foods or making, getting an extra hour of sleep or whatever the case may be. But it's so important as many people, especially when they're young, they train, 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 and then when their body says, oh, I'm done, I can't take this right now. And so it, 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 it allows your, your knee to, to tear because you strained it and strained it and strained it and ignored it and ignored it and ignored it. So as you get older and you're training, you can train harder, you just got to maintain more. You have to have the proper amount of of recovery and healing time as well as training time. Yeah. Yeah, I got to admit, I don't want to see it anymore. It is not Let's see, I can't hear you. You hear me now? There you go. Can you, Bob? I can. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andy Mason says, I will be back shortly. I've got to wash up. Okay. And Rick Kellerman sent me <laughs> sent me this cool thing about how to make a paracord iPhone cord reinforcement. Basically, you just take the inner strands out of a piece of paracord and put it over yours. Okay. okay. Thanks, Rick. <laughs> Thank you very much. Anyway, okay, Dave Johnson is on Facebook and he says, Happy Sunday, everybody. Dave, how are you? Hey, Dave. Yay. Now, Janie, you had written a suggestion for another um, discussion subject, but it's like way back in the in the comments, and I can't scroll on, on any of my devices right now. 
Um, so can you tell me what it was? it was? I think it was something like difference between what and what. So write that for yeah. me, James. That would be great. <clears throat> What's up, Bob? And and we have another caller. Do you want to take it? Yeah, let's go ahead and take it. Thanks for catching that. I was on a different window. We've got area code 682. 682, you're on Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio. Who's this? Rusty, this is George. Hey, George. How you doing, man? You're going to remember my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know from personal experience you cannot train and train and train and train really hard all the time because your body, like you said, this will will quit eventually. Right. Right? <laughs> right. So you you need to figure out a, I guess, a, a middle ground as far as your training. Mm-hmm. And then train to that. Your body will remember, you know, your training. Uh-huh. And you're not training so hard that it will quit on you. You understand? Right, right, right. And you're talking, you're talking about in, in regards to like now as opposed to... No, no. Granted, Rusty, you know, with all the all the kids' classes you have running around, you're running around all those kids all the time. All the time, I would consider that training as well. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I consider it herding cats. <laughs> well, you're you're still That's running exactly around those kids all the time. That's training. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, you know, one of my one of my senses did. You know, did tell me how I could actually train for myself. Even while kids, it's all a matter of of how I do. separating my, you know, how I house or how I face because I have to my voice at you know kid level, like that. Okay, everybody, got down more stairs, whereas my body. Trying to be your body's all, your body's already at kid level. Haha, <laughs> 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 very funny. Is that a high <laughs> joke? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was a. <laughs> it was so funny I forgot to laugh. That was a high joke. Kidding, of course. <laughs> oh. Rusty, you know everybody on this line, all right, we all know that Rusty is probably the, the biggest woman in stature and what she knows in martial arts, what she's done in her life. You're the biggest woman I know. Aw, you're awesome, George. Aww. George, thank you very much. Thank you. I remember the first time I saw you, we were in uh, Master Hong's class, and you guys were doing Tai Chi. Oh, now, up until that point, uh, I had seen Tai Chi as very, very slow, very reserved, and all that kind of stuff. Right. But the intent that I saw in your face doing the Fa Jing parts of the Chen style scared the shit out of me. <laughs> You should see her before she has her coffee in the morning. <laughs> now, I don't know if she had had her coffee yet by this time, but I swear, when I, I looked at you doing your Tai Chi, I was like, I don't want to see her in a dark alley. 
<laughs> you know, well, it, the good it, thing it, is I, she doesn't throw dark alleys. Yeah, I don't hang out in the dark alleys. <laughs> but if I was looking scary while I was doing hot jing movements, then I'm surprised Master Hong didn't slap me upside the head. Because if I'm making faces <laughs> like that, I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> I well, think you that- know, well, the thing is, right, you were not looking scary, okay? When you're doing fa jing, that is intent. That is... Um, I'm trying to find the word for it. It's not. It, it's not really. They call it you know, looking, focus. you know, fearful or looking, try, trying to impose fear on somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. You know that that is that is that is intent. That is, you know, you're you're inside yourself pretty much. Kind of means like will or tension, so to speak. So yeah. So. You know, I don't remember how long ago that was. I'm sorry. How long ago was that? It had to have been. Oh hell, we're talking wow. mid '90s, oh. mid to late '90s, I think. Oh, that was right after Master Hong State. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, because I I remember because um, the school we were in, which was down a federal way. All right. Mm-hmm. To this, it, it was the IOCMA, the in, uh, Institute of Chinese Martial Arts, down there. Mm-hmm. But um, they trained under Master Hong, so we would go up to her mm-hmm. school every once in a while. All right, and because she was in line with the Chen family, we were got, we got to see some seminars with uh, Chen Senlei and Chen Chao Wang. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right on. I remember that. You those. know, Chen Lei remembers me because he threw me all over the freaking uh, stage. But Oh, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I, I was the guy who threw, he threw on the stage and all my change came out of my pocket and went all over the place. Right. And I, I didn't know I didn't know what your name was at that time. I just I just pointed and laughed. That's all I remember. <laughs> well, what was funny though, because like he lined up like six guys in a row. I was the last guy, and he's and uh, he said, "All right, grab my arm," and he would throw us down to the floor, and they're hitting the ground like a sacks of potatoes. You know, he throws me on the ground, and I do a combat roll. And I pop back back up on my feet. He looks at me, he goes. Well trained. I'm like, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Ted Mattingly from Hawaii, and he says, "Aloha, Kathy and Robert and Rita." Oh, that's Aloha to you too. Hi. And uh, Ted also says, uh, "When you train in Tai Chi Chuan long enough, it becomes a way of life." Yes, Amen, Ted. I'm doing dishes, listening to you, amazing people. And focusing on breath and structure all the while, and smiling Aww. inside. I am blessed to be listening to you all. Respect and spirit. Thank you so much, brother Tom. Thank you so much. Um, and yeah, and that's something I I tell my own students too. You can do tai chi anywhere. It's uh. Sorry, my phone made a weird noise. I I kind of call it a moving meditation. It is. And you could, you could be doing any activity, and it's still Tai Chi. It's still you're you're applying your kung fu. You're applying who you are to what you do. Exactly. Exactly. A lot of people seem to think that Tai Chi is what you do. 
some people will say, oh, type slow. They do it, you know, and they, and they equate the slowness with Tai Chi. And that's, you know, a lot of people just think it's slow when really all it is is a philosophy that all martial arts have. We just happen to name that martial arts based on the philosophy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I remember when I trained in Sinjago in China, when I trained in China, I saw a kid training these amazing forms and these forms and they were incredible. And I thought, hey, Rusty, there's a ton of background noise when you're talking. Is it just me or is it anyone else hearing this? Anyone no, else hearing too. that? I'm hearing it too. Let me try something real quick. It's quiet. <laughs> wow. Yay. Now you're I'm, I'm, Well, Isn't I've noticed you do Tai Chi. <laughs> yeah, I've okay, noticed you do Tai Chi, all right? If you've been doing it long enough, it's not yeah. like, you know, if you just start out Tai Chi, when you're doing your Tai Chi, all you're thinking about is what's my next move? What's my next move? What do I do next? Right. Okay, but if you've been doing long enough, and it's just uh, old habit, and you're in your and you just know your form, like you know how to breathe, then it turns into the meditation part, where you're doing your form and it just comes, and then you're thinking about, you know, other things. You're thinking about, you know, or not thinking about nothing. Right. Okay. Now, of uh, course, Rusty was probably thinking about her next child's class that she's got to teach. And <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, no, it's right. It is a meditation. Um, I enjoy most about Taiji is not not necessarily all the you know, applications. A lot of people just applications and being able to get people around and stuff like that. Well, that's just part of it. What I enjoy about it is being able to do it myself for the duration of that form and to allow myself to feel for differences in, in, in how my body feels that second based on the second before and to adjust myself accordingly throughout the form and still keep principle. And that's the that's the that's the part that uh, many people doing Tai Chi tend to forget is, you know, they, they tend to focus more on the moving slow and forget principles and the, and the, uh, uh, and the basics, so to speak. <clears throat> but that's my favorite aspect of uh, Tai Chi as far as how I meditate with it. Because um, uh, Master Chen Zhenlei told me something. He's like, if you're not thinking um, about people, uh, oh, shoot. If you're not, that's what I get for trying to like read a bajillion things all at once. If you're not thinking about anything, then you're not doing Tai Chi. So, anyhow. <laughs> all right. So, I want to give our phone number out to everybody 347 677 If anyone has any cool discussion, discussion subjects that they want to talk about, write it down below in the comments or give us a call 347-677-0699 Ted says yes you have to train long to get the biomechanics out of the way and then then let other things follow yes 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 definitely Um, 
Amy says, my forms through heart and linear is my meditation time. Wait, my forms through. Okay, yeah, I read that right. My forms through heart and linear is my meditation time. So, okay, Dave Johnson says, oh, the comment disappeared. <laughs> disappeared. It, yeah, well, it's uh, on, uh, I can't scroll very well on my tablet, um, but on Facebook, when, when people bring in, bring in new comments and it just like, it just disappeared. The bottom one disappears. <laughs> it's just like, Oh my gosh. Um, <clears throat> Andy Mason says, here's one for your listening fans. George Dillman and his student once said to me that martial arts is made for your environment because your body changes over the years as we, and we get older. It doesn't mean we have to keep up with other people. It's about your personal journey. Thank you for sharing that, Andy. Awesome. Um, okay, I'm going to have to scroll here. <clears throat> Why isn't it scrolling? Scroll. My, my thumbs are too big. Let's see here. They are not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, Janie, did you, <clears throat> did you write down what, the, uh, what subject you... you um, suggested that I can't find anymore. Can you write it again, please, Jamie? Thank you. And Ted Mattingly says, I wish I could call working on getting dishpan hands. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay, Ted. You can go outside outside and do some Tai Chi and dry off those hands. Okay. And I'm Janie, Janie, I'm trying to scroll to find that subject. I can't find it. Um, let me scroll back a little bit here, Janie. Please be patient with me, Janie. Uh, da, 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 da. All I saw was cats and yes, cats and puppies. What? What? I'm sorry, Janie. Could you? Oh wait, how do we? Wait. Oh, okay. Here it is. How do you feel about modern martial arts versus traditional? Okay. How do you so feel about what is modern martial arts? So yeah, what what does modern martial arts mean? I mean, because like, you know, there's MMA, there's uh, yeah, but MMA is not martial arts. I'm sorry, it's not. <laughs> right, but there's like, you know, there's kajikembo. I mean, like modern as in like within the last thirty years, forty years, fifty years, um, and. So I'm waiting to hear back from Janie. <clears throat> so let's see if Janie gets back on the thing here. I look at it this way. It's very important to continue to evolve, to continue to grow, to continue to broaden your skill set in every aspect mm-hmm. in martial arts. So what do I think about modern versus traditional? There is no such thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's just a different animal. It's like saying, do you like modern movies or do you like the old old-fashioned black and white movies? Right, right. They're just a different right. animal. They're exactly. different things. It's still a movie, but that's right. You know, there's something very much to appreciate about appreciate about the old movies, and and a lot to appreciate about the new movies. Mm-hmm. Very well said. What about you, Bob? 
What about me? What? <laughs> I'll ask the question again. Janie Please writes do. in. Janie writes in. How do you feel about modern martial arts versus traditional? And and I I need I do need clarification on that because would that mean like modern modern martial arts? You know, actually fighting. You know. Uh, a, you know, a, a, a style that hasn't changed in 600 years. <laughs> but anyway, let's. Um, hey, it'll uh, all change. How about right? the original I think we're talking oh, about wait, people, the, the young people who are in martial arts Bible? now. Oh, Ooh, let's not talk about religion, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, no, I'm just. I was How just many times was it rewritten? How many times was it interpreted? Yeah, How many exactly. times did someone put their own spin on what was written? Please. No, exactly. I mean, that's, I think you're that's, talking more about current martial artists as opposed to martial artists from back in the day. Oh, okay. J- Janie, Janie, okay. Janie just got in here. Janie just got in here, and she says, um, "No, you know, just within the last twenty or thirty years, I've seen a lot of watered down type techniques and less respect for roots." Within uh, the last that depends a lot on the instructor and what he, the environment he creates in his in his dojo. Mm-hmm. I mean, it all boils down to the instructor and what environment he creates. Exactly, exactly, and that's kind of mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of what I felt Janie was talking about. But let's get Bob's Bob's take on this. Well, now I I agree with Kat though because it depends on what the instructor creates. The evolution he's taking his arts through. If he's right. stuck with traditional through the. 30 or 40 years that he's studied, you know, I, I prefer the, uh, the, the modern, not the watered down version. I see what you're saying, Janie, but, uh, I prefer the modern. I prefer the evolution of, right. of the arts. Did that make sense? It did. Yeah. It did. I mean, I had a, I had an instructor who was very good at a particular art and then he wanted us to learn other art. So he would bring in instructors and, and they would teach us other arts because mm-hmm. he wanted us to learn that. I mean, yeah, that's, we get that's to evolution. we get to have all kinds of instructors come and teach seminars and learn all and leave, be exposed to all kinds of yeah. different martial arts. Exactly. I yeah, and I I love that. I love that. I've met instructors that are all like, you know, you're disloyal if you study from somebody else. You know, or that's you know, you know and it's, insecurities. Yeah, exactly right. And I'm thinking, what? You know? And no matter what, no no one martial art will have everything. Oh, did I just open a can of worms there? Wait for the MMA people to come calling in. <laughs> yeah. There can be somebody who will say, well, this art is the best for self-defense. Well, is it the best for point fighting? No. Yeah. <laughs> Usually if you don't mix. Um, yeah. Exactly. It all depends on what your your interest is and your goals are, your personal goals. Exactly. Danny goes, it's hard to verbalize. That's the problem when you have someone who learns many martial arts. Someone's going to ask him, what's your favorite martial art? Well, it depends upon the time of day, depending on how I feel. Right. 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 Yeah. I've had people ask that. Have you guys, right? You know, what's your favorite martial art? You know? Really don't have a the favorite. The one I'm doing at the moment—that's yeah. my favorite. Yeah, yeah. the, exactly. one, the I, one that works for me. Yeah, exactly. The one I'm doing right now—that's <laughs> my favorite. Yeah, right I now. love it. 
Exactly. Yeah. And, that, you know, that reminds well, what me. I'm trying to teach you. <laughs> it reminds me of this one time. Remember, Bob? I forgot what event it was. We were just, like, playing around, and we just uh, we just flowed from from his Jikundo to, you know, my Tangamo to his Panantukan to my Panantukan to... To tai, to tai Chi, push hands, to Chi Sao, to work. And, you know, it just, and we just did it. And we and it, it just flowed really well. And you remember that, Bob? Oh, yeah, that was at the USCMAS in 2014. Oh, right, right, 2012, right, right. 2012. 2012. And, you know, and I think after we were playing, one of the other uh, party goers, like ask me, well, what's your favorite art? And I'm like, well, I guess it all happened with Bob there. <laughs> Whatever happens, you know? <laughs> Whatever <Yeah>. happens. <clears throat> yeah. It's awesome. Andy says, well said. Thank you. Oh, and uh, Stephen Morris says, hi, Ristita and Kathy. Don't forget Bob. <laughs> yeah. Stephen, don't forget Bob. Don't forget Bob. My brother Bob, don't forget Bob. Hi Stephen, how are you? Yay. Yay, yay. <clears throat> All right. Let's let me check the board here for any more callers. Okay. Three four seven six seven seven zero six nine nine. That's our phone number. That is the Gojo Talk Radio with Bob. It is open door at the Gojo. Let's talk shop, let's talk commercial art. All right. <clears throat> I just pulled up, just for fun, just for fun here, I just pulled up Bullshito.net. <laughs> Uh-oh. And I am just going to do a red choice. So this is how I'm going to do this. I'm just going to, you know, uh, what I'm going to do hey, is... Hey, Rusty, wait. Back to the background noise again. I can't hear you. Okay. There we go. Not oh, with George. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna scroll up and down this web page, okay? And we're gonna do this like uh, two or three times. And um, one of one of y'all are gonna just tell me when to stop. Okay, here we go. Cat, tell me when to stop. Stop. Oh, <laughs> I hit I hit a dividing line. Let's try that again. <laughs> All right, ready, set, go. Okay, go. We're going. Stop. Okay. Serious business. Bullshito member classifieds and trading forum. You got crap? You sell crap here. <laughs> Okay, let's open it and see what happens. <clears throat> oh my God, I'm gonna have to do this again. I'm gonna have to. What is what does Bullshito do? Does it expose fake instructors who say they're this, that, and whatever? Kind of. It's a it's a forum that started out as you know exploding exploding <laughs> exploding heads. Uh, it started out as exposing what people consider to be bullshit or primarily frauds, people that are like, you know, cheating people out of money or whatever, you know, McDojo's or oh, whatever. I see. I see. Yeah. 
no. there's, a, there's a site that exists that exposes people who claim that they were in special forces in the military. Yes, and, exactly. And yeah. those, people, those people get in big trouble. They do. I mean, stolen valor is a thing. I mean, that's, you don't know. Not only that, I mean, I know of one man in particular that I turned in, and not only, not only was she not in special forces, she was never in the military, but she was getting VA benefits. Oh, wow. Now, how does that? Yeah, how does that? I don't know. Don't know. Oh, my God. That's crazy. That's crazy. It is crazy. Yep. All right. Okay, so I'm going to have to... You can to get VA benefits if you were married or a uh, dependent of a military. Right. So who knows? Maybe he was divorced. But she was getting some benefits, but not all the benefits. Right. Hmm. Okay, well, I'm going to have to scroll some more here. So, Bob, say stop anytime you'd like. Stop. Oh, the BJJ manifesto is here. Somebody's trying to sell something. Let's see what this is. Oh, no. <laughs> what is it? It's, it's a video. It says, make sure you watch the short video presentation. That will show you the free bonuses you get when you order the book, and the book is called oh. BJ's Manifesto. So, well, you know, you sell, you got crap to sell, you sell crap here. So that's <laughs> that's what that was. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> let us move on to the next one. Actually, let me let me pick a uh, a category, and uh, we'll pick the general BS category, and. Let's see. Cat, go ahead and say stop, please. And stop. <laughs> I can't believe this. This is <laughs> some of the stuff these people come up with. What's the best punching te- what is the best technique for punching a Nazi? A Nazi? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Any other person in the world. Yeah. Um <laughs> Oh, well, That's just a Nazi for Christ's sake. I know. Well, this they is what it says. They got your six-year-old boxing gloves. Yeah, many. Uh, well, it's a. Uh, oh, it's uh, this didn't work at all. It says many of us have seen this GIF, and several of us have criticisms for the puncher's technique. But the GIF is no longer available. So uh, there went our fun for that one. Okay, let's do another one. Bob, say stop. Stop. Bob. I'm right here. What are you listening to? <laughs> I'm not. I'm listening to you, but it got muffled real quick. <laughs> it, says, <laughs> it says, what are you listening to? And everyone's just posting, like, uh, YouTube videos or whatever. Speaking of which, does anyone <laughs> Does anyone – how to be offended? Here's one. <laughs> Oh, oh, CrossFit, CrossFit. Let's let's talk about this real quick. <clears throat> let's see what they have to say. <laughs> it's a picture. It's a picture of a uh, of a uh, I don't remember what kind of bird. A puffin. It's a picture of a puffin, and it's a meme, and it says CrossFit sucks. It encourages bad form and injurious exercise practices. I've seen so many videos with horrible form, and I've heard so many stories about CrossFit being this cult of pushing to the point of injury. What do y'all think? 
All right. Well, I think you're pretty correct for the most part. But, again, it all boils down to the person running the gym and whether or not – I know in CrossFit they have very good exercises. However, they encourage you to do as many as you can in a certain amount of time. And then they have competitions with that. But they let you forego form in order to get the rep in, which is not healthy. And that's where injuries occur. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've seen, I've seen and heard of like weekend workshops or, or week long workshops where you can be certified as a certified CrossFit trainer. And that just kind of makes me wonder that after they get certified, you know, they get to go out and open their own gym. How does that, how does that work after a week's of train, after a week's worth of training or, or, a weekend, and it's kind of in my head. I just kind of wonder, how does that work? How is that, you know, how is that allowed? <laughs> and then it makes no oh, sense to me. Right. Oh my God, this is this is so hilarious. I'm gonna have to save this image. That's hilarious. Um, and I'm gonna put it on the Dynamic Dojo Facebook page because. <laughs> hilarious it's about crossfit so <laughs> oh my god I, let, let me post this real quick so everyone can see it <laughs> i i almost like spit out my coffee laughing at it <clears throat> oh how do i it? Uh, I'll get to it later then, i guess but anyway what about what about you bob do you know anyone that does crossfit what are your thoughts on it you know, I do, but he also does BJJ at the same time. Uh, oh, okay. A lot of it, I, you know, I'm not 100% sure if I agree in the in the training. I, I've seen injuries coming out of CrossFit uh, with the bell work. I'm not sure if it's the, the best way to go, but more power to them, to the mm-hmm. guys who can do it. Right. So I posted the meme. <laughs> Go check it out on Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could, but my phone won't let me do it while we're all, while we're talking. Yeah, no, don't worry about it. You just check it out all later. Serious. Right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Three four seven six seven seven zero six nine nine. That's our that's our uh, phone number here. And uh, right now we are we are trolling through the bullshito dot net website. All right. Um, also, you guys have to remember, uh, when I was teaching the uh, Taekwondo, I came up with a You've heard the phrase, practice makes perfect. Right. All right. I think the phrase should be, practice makes permanent. Uh, I said that before. Right, because if you practice it wrong... Trying to learn the correct technique will make it ten times harder. Right, it becomes permanently ingrained in your muscle memory to do it wrong or right. do it correctly. Right. It all depends on you and how you practice. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. What do you guys think about that? Oh, someone said classic meme. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> See, let me pick a thread here. I actually want to pick a thread that has the word bullshit in it. Um, <laughs> let's see. Worst bullshit 
of 2016 nomination thread. Uh, about oh, here we go. Martial arts and BS fraud investigations and etc. Um, okay, somebody say stop. I'm scrolling. Stop. Okay, we've got. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Where it sounds like calling arts out. Anyway, it said Muay Thai came from India? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. And the poster says, yep, you heard that right, or at least what some Wikipedia bozo named named Jagged85 says. He had the audacity to update to update the Wikipedia article on kickboxing for the with the following entry. Adisada, Indian kickboxing is the earliest form of kickboxing and a possible predecessor of Muay Thai. Apparently, this person did that correction on July 30th, 2006. That and more. If you look at his wiki user talk, you'll see he has done some good work, peppered with deletions and even acts of vandalism. Now, I'm all for seeing documented... uh, uh, I'm all for seeing documentation of not well-known martial arts, but unless there are reliable references... To make that assertion that Muay Thai possibly originated from India, this is just chauvinistic revisionism. It's not different from those claims that all martial arts came from Shaolin Temple. I hate that. Uh-huh. Okay. And, uh, huh. <laughs> and somebody writes, somebody's being a smartass. That's incorrect. It's a little known fact that Muay Thai came from Poland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's another smart ass. Of course it's from India. That's why it's called Muay Thai. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and but but you know, I'm going to have to say that, you know, on reading that guy's that guy's post, you know, yeah. the guy said that it's a possible predecessor. To Muay Thai. He didn't exactly say that Muay Thai came from India. Did you guys get the same thing out of that, or was that just me? No, I, I thought you said it came from India. Oh, yeah. Well, that that was the that was the title. That was the title oh. of the 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 post, and I, apparently that guy thinks that the that the whoever was editing on Wikipedia. Apparently, he, the guy it, um, editing on Wikipedia was claiming that Muay Thai came from India when, when the Wikipedia guy just said that it was a possible predecessor. Air quotes, air oh. quotes, air quotes here. So I don't know. <clears throat> Here's a guy. All martial arts came from Ireland. <laughs> okay, let's get out of there. All right. You know it all comes from Hollywood. Come on now. That's right. That's right. All right. Let's come away from <laughs> Bullshito.net. Unless anyone else wants to talk a little bit about Bullshito or bull, Bullshit. Nobody? Okay. <laughs> Nobody? I, I look at it this way. Martial arts, because you have French martial arts, you have Israeli martial arts, you have Thai martial arts. They're from all over the world. Okay, and each individual martial art is derived from 
the atmosphere of life there. You understand? Say that again. So you have people in China, what's going on around them? You know, what do they see around them? Or they're going to derive their martial arts from what they see around them. Right. Right? I I just got lost in translation. Am I just crazy or does that sound right to you? No, that, that that makes sense. So what you're saying, if I if I'm hearing this correctly, is that that uh, certain martial arts, I guess, get uh, their influences from from their locale and culture and whatever else. Yeah, um, you may correct. have a fighter. You may have a fighter who is from Thailand eons ago who happened to travel to India and saw their martial art and got the idea from that, and then he derived his own in Thailand. Ah. Or something okay. like that. You right. know? Right. <clears throat> because there's no, there's no real way to sit there and say, well, this is the original martial art, or this is the original way to... To make a punch is the original way to make a kick. All right? Because, like, for Tai Chi, I've heard for the longest time that Chen Tai Chi is the original Tai Chi. All right? Then again, I've also heard that Yang was a houseboy in the Chen village, and that's how he learned his Tai Chi. Okay? Now, what's real, what's not... Who the hell knows? Yeah, that, 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 that's, that's kind of like I guess that I guess that's kind of the point that the poster of the um, forum post was trying to make was like you know you know do we really know and how is it that someone can claim that Muay Thai came from India? I think that was just you know his point that no one really knows, um, but who knows? Well, that's why he said it's the predecessor. He's not making any commitments. Yeah, yeah. I think this came from it. Well, this is a predecessor. Is it this this martial art in India is older than Muay Thai, so it could be the predecessor. It's 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 a good theory. It's a a great theory. You know, I'm not going to commit to anything either. Uh, Apparently, the guys that made the the forum post took it as gospel that, you know, this guy was saying, oh, wait till he came from India. I guess he just misunderstood the, the Wikipedia article, so he decided to post on this, you know, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> All right. Um, Stephen Morris says, if there is bamboo trees growing, make bamboo bamboo bong staff? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> What? Bamboo bong staff? Bong? As in that kind of bong? (laughs) That would make a very interesting class. Okay. (laughs) Bamboo bong staff. Janie says, we Irish are just scrappers. No martial arts there. (laughs) Steven says Wikipedia is flawed. So, anyhow... (laughs) Pretty wild. 
All right. Let me check the board here. It is, hey, it's just me, Bob, and Cat George. If anyone wants to join us for the next 15 minutes, our phone number is 347-677-0699. Because otherwise, if we don't find another subject, we're just going to close up early. Does anyone want to talk about anything, Cat, Bob, George? Rusty, when you want to, I guess, be interested or calm down or, or slow down or whatever, what – well, I, I assume your your favorite style of Tai Chi is Bob Chen stuff. Do you like to do – you, like, you cut out. You cut out. I can't Can you repeat that, George? You cut out. You want to do Tai Chi just to relax or whatever. Do you like to do, first of all, do you like to do Chen style or any other style? But if you like to do a Tai Chi form, do you like to do a long form or a short form? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll answer that. I'll answer that. Um, first, my favorite. Oh, I like all styles of Tai Chi, and I've learned several. You know, I've learned Yang, I've learned Chen, I've learned uh, Sun. A uh, little bit of woo, and I love them all. You know, um, it's not it's not so much that I have a favorite per se. However, however, if there's a style that my body naturally gravitates to, does that make sense, George? Yeah. Yeah. So that's um that's what it naturally gravitates to. But again, it depends on my mood. If I want to. <clears throat> you know, really work on, on lengthening my breath, you know, that kind of thing. I work and I work really slow. Um, I prefer to do when I'm training myself, I prefer to do the long Chen style, um, do that a couple times and uh, just to get myself like, you know, warmed up in the body sweating and stuff like that. And then doing, um, old frame two, so old, uh, old frame one, long form, and old frame two. Now, for people out there <clears throat> that aren't familiar with uh, Chen style, um, old frame two is an interesting form because it's fast. It starts off pretty slow for one minute, and then the rest of it is like kung fu speed. <laughs> awesome. But we learn it second because the principles are learned in the first form and you have to apply the same principles. Otherwise you'll basically kill yourself if you do old frame two without uh, following principles. Um, now what was right now? What was the other part of the question? I forgot, George. Well, basically it's all part of the same question. All right. When, When you, when you, when you have like time to yourself, and you just want to relax or whatever and, and do a Tai Chi form, which ones do you like doing? Uh, yeah, I, th- I, think, I think I did answer that, right? You know, when I, yeah. I, I like doing, when I, when I train, train. Okay, okay so let me, let, me, let me back this up a little bit here because it's kind of hard for me to explain. It's kind of hard for me to put it into words. How do I put this? Okay. Like if I'm at my studio, let's say, and I'm and I'm training, <clears throat> my body automatically starts to gravitate towards Chen, 
Chen style. That's a given, right? And, you know, sometimes, sometimes, even, you know, even in my own training and even during class, I will start off with the long form and mix it with, like, I don't know, the Yang 42 form or the Yang 40 form or the Chen 56 form, which is new frame, not old frame. And, you know, if I'm training by myself, I just kind of do it and nothing really, nothing really pops out to me saying, hey, you know, you're doing the form wrong, right? But, you know, and if I'm teaching, the students let me do it and they follow. They don't say anything, right? So, <laughs> so which, so. Well, do you consider guys, yourself always training or do you do things just for fun? You know, always training. You know, if I'm, if I'm at a stoplight, I practice Peng Lujian on my steering wheel. <laughs> you can practice ward off on your steering wheel. You can practice push on the steering wheel, you know, pushing out to the sides with Pung technique and stuff like that. Um, of course, not standing meditation. You can't do that when you're driving. Right? <laughs> but, well, you just do it until someone starts beeping at you. <laughs> right? So, but, you know, I... I I prefer to have a mind that's always training, but that that doesn't mean that I don't relax. You know, I I always try to like apply Tai Chi principles or martial principles to you know, pushing open the door at Seven Eleven this morning. Hey, you know, let's use Pung technique. You know, so stuff like that. Even vacuuming, you know, vacuuming becomes a a training thing. But that's just me. A lot of people think I'm weird, but. All right. Anybody have questions for Bob or Kat before we call it a day? Anybody? Come on. We got Bob Deal and Kathy Long on the line. Come on now. Call in. Anyone got any questions? Or wait, pipe them. I'm just just trying to imagine you going to a Starbucks and you stand at the door and you root yourself and you two hand punch the door, you know. No, actually, it's not like that. I use the back of my arm. So because I'm carrying a coffee, right, I can't use that arm, right? Well, I could, but then I dump the coffee everywhere. But I use the other arm. Pour it off. Push with your legs, not with your arm, not with your chest. You know, stuff like that. You can train anywhere. It's just a matter of of just seeing if you can apply, you know, principles to everyday life. So that's about it. So, all right, Stephen well, Morris. Is, isn't, isn't that how martial arts was formed in the first place? Oh, you mean uh, practicing um, principles? No, or... you know, things from from everyday life, utilizing that into your martial arts. Right, right. Look at all the weapons that are out there. You know, the, all of these used to be like farm implements and all the kind of things that were used in everyday life. Right, right, exactly. So, um, Stephen Morris asks, oh, wait, what did I do with it? Stephen Morris, God, I can't find my, Stephen Morris, <laughs> thanks, Stephen, but he asks, Kathy, when are you coming to the East Coast? So, does anyone have, uh, Kathy, when are you coming to the East Coast? That's kind of like the question that he wants to know about. I want to come to the East Coast. <laughs> I wouldn't mind you coming to the East Coast. Right? Right? So, Kat, when are you coming to the East Coast? <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah. 
Cat, unmute your mic. Cat, unmute your mic. <laughs> unmute the mic. I think her I think her mic's muted. <laughs> and she watch well, she's she's talking right now all that. <laughs> cat, cat. Steven wants to know when you're coming to the East Coast. <clears throat> coming to the East Coast. <clears throat> What's going on with her? What's going on with her? Oh. Probably. Hmm. Hold on a sec, folks. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Let me try something here real quick. Hold on. Yes, I'm muting everybody's mic for a second. Hold on. Hold on, folks. Hold on. Hold on. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can. Okay, hold on. George, can you hear me okay? I'm here. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Well, <laughs> is, is, is she not there? I saw you going to the green room with her. Yeah, she's not there for some reason. Oh, so, okay. Anyway, anyway, let's go ahead and uh, call it a day. And what time is it? Oh, we have to go anyway because uh, I have to get ready for Grandmaster Daryl Sargent's show. So for everyone that uh, wants to listen to another martial arts show, tune in at 3 p.m., Pacific time for the modern combat master show with Grandmaster Daryl Sargent. I can't talk today. And Grandmaster Daryl Sargent started my journey in blog talk radio. I was his co-host. And uh, I did that show for about a year going on two years before uh, Bob and I started Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio. So uh, listen to that. We're going to have a guest Master Karen Eden Herdman joining us on the Modern Combat Master Show. And I'll go ahead and post a link uh, to that show on on my Facebook page also. So um, we'll go ahead and do that. All right. So for everybody, anybody else want to call in? Anybody, anybody? That said, I got to find my, where's my... I can't find any of my music, you guys. <laughs> so much for so much for that. Let's see here. Here we go. Here's an outro. So, stay tuned next week because I'm trying. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get with um, Roger Lowe to be on our show um, next week, but it kind of depends on the on his availability and our availability and, and stuff like that. So we're just going to go ahead and right. uh, just kind of keep it open for now. And then uh, we'll go from there. So keep your eyes out on the Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio Show page, not the group, but the page. And uh, you'll find out what we're going to be doing. Now, because I'm going to be doing a uh, – because I have teaching obligations next Sunday also – Next Sunday will also be a 
Sunday brunch show. So tune in next Sunday at 11 a.m. And uh, we'll find out what the, the discussion subject's going to be or who our guest is going to be. So anyway, have a great day, everybody. And we'll see everyone next time. Bye now. Bye-bye.